Hey yo, you're listening to Drive Home. I'm your host, Dale Colford. I don't know, I guess I'm feeling funky today because I wasn't really feeling it, but I decided, you know what? It's nighttime, I'm getting off of work. This is the Drive Home. And uh, we got a special guest today. I'm excited about today's special guest. We have a special guest today. If you listened to the episode this morning, you know I was talking about this guy. You know I was talking about him. And uh, let's just say my people reached out and we got a hold of him. And in the studio today, we've got the pallet guy. <laughs> That's right. We've got the, the pallet guy is in the studio with us today. Oh my gosh. All of my secrets, all the mystery, the years of wondering and, and one wishing and hoping that I would finally have some light shined on on this on this on this uh on this hidden uh this hidden uh gym in the woods and today's the day people today's the day i always think there's there's these kinds of vehicles i don't know what they are they're like these suvs and they look like cops they look like police and i'm always thinking it's like some freaking soccer mom or some like uber dad or something and it's a cop behind me and they're just waiting to flash their lights. Even though I'm not doing anything wrong. I just I just always think that, you know, oh, I'm going to get pulled over. I'm not doing anything wrong. But I'm thinking I'm going to get pulled over. And I see the SUV, especially at night. That's horrible. Lights at night, man. It freaks me out. And I've never been beaten by a cop. I've, I've only, I've been harassed once, but, but, uh, and, 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 and to be fair, like, it, it shouldn't have happened because I was young. I was really young. Like, what what was I? I had to have been, oh, like, 12 years old. I think I was, like, 12. I was, like, 12 years old. And my, anyways, I don't even want to get into that. Let's just get to this interview. I'm excited. We've got the pallet guy. You're listening to the drive home. Uh, you know what? Before... Before you even listen to the rest of this episode, I highly suggest that you listen to the first one from this morning, the palette guy, before you listen to this one. Because I hope that I was able to create the, the mysterious nature of my guest today palette guy so listen if you if you stopped and now you're listening to the the first episode good for you if you've already heard it then fantastic come along if you have not listened to the first episode don't listen to this one okay because there's gonna be some secrets there's gonna be some spoilers all right spoilers that are gonna give away certain things you're not gonna appreciate unless you listen to the first episode all right, so you, you wouldn't watch, you know, Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, and then watch Empire Strikes Back, and then watch The New Hope. That wouldn't make any sense. It'd be backwards thinking. Let's not do that. All right, so look, 
I got the pallet guy. Now listen, the pallet guy is elusive, okay? He's 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 not he wasn't all he wasn't just I mean he just, obviously I haven't seen him ever ever and I don't even get to see him today. He's he's actually behind the cubicle in the studio and I don't even get to see his face. And we disguised his voice so that no one will be able to identify him. But he did promise me that he was going to be candid with me. He was going to be transparent with me. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't even, I cannot wait. All right. So without further ado, this is The Drive Home. I'm your host, Dale Colford. Let's just go with Dale. That's my first name. I'm your host, Dale. This is The Drive Home. And without further ado, welcome to the studio, the pallet guy. Thank you for having me. Okay, we got to work on that mic. We can't quite hear what he uh, what he was saying. Um, can we fix that, please? Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. No, thank you, Pilot Guy, for coming on the show. Um, I, I gotta say, I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, I, you know, every time I get to drive by your Pilot Palace. Pilot Palace. That's a good one. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, well, every time I get to drive by the Pilot Palace, uh, I, I just, I'm always curious. What's going on behind the Palace, baby? What's going on? So, let tell me what is it? What is it that you do? What do you do when you get up in the morning? Well, first of all, what I like to do is I like to look on my cameras that I have stationed in my living room, in my bedroom, and my secret lair down in my basement. I'm just kidding. I don't have a secret lair. <laughs> Okay, well, this pallet guy's got a sense of humor. Who knew, right? Okay, so you got you got uh, monitors, you got camera system. I know I saw the signs on the tree. It said, hey, there's a hidden cameras, right? So you got the monitor, you got the, 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 the monitor, uh, the camera system, the TVs. I can't even talk. I'm so excited. And, and you, first thing you do in the morning is you is you, uh, you you look at the monitors. What are you looking for? Are you looking for somebody like me who stopped their car outside of your house? Let's say, for example, maybe perhaps one time and took random pictures of your property. Are you looking at that, or are you or what is it that you're? Are you looking for deer? What are you looking for? Exactly. Yes, I know that you have stopped outside of my property and you have taken pictures of my various pallets. But the first thing that I do in the morning is I look at the monitors and I look at the TV and I look at my pallets. Wow. So you, first thing you do is you get up in the morning, you check the video cameras and then you're looking at your palettes like that's the the first thing you look at is your palettes to make sure that they're there I take it yes make sure that not one has been taken 
I've had a couple of run-ins with some teenagers that have gone top of my property and they have tried to take my pallets or even set them on fire. But I had to take care of them. I usually don't have any more problems now that I've taken care of the problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, pallet guy. I did not think that you were gonna be like the nicest guy in the world. So I can't imagine you just, you know, letting people on your property, you know, hanging out and, uh, and just doing whatever they want. So, you know, I, I've never stepped on your property. Like I've, I've legit drove up in my car. I've taken pictures of your property. I probably shouldn't have done that. I apologize. You know, I'll delete them right now on my phone. So that way no one else can see them. You know, I, I mean, I do know I could go on Google Earth and I could look at your property and there's nothing illegal about doing that. And I don't even know if there's anything illegal about taking pictures of your property. But I do apologize, you know, if I did invade your privacy. So, uh, so let, let's uh, let's go deeper into the mythos. Um, I wanna I wanna find out what is it that I I gotta know. I just why, just why? That's the one question. I it's it's the burning question in my mind. It's the question that keeps me up late at night. Why? Why, pallet guy? Why? Why? That's a good question. I would say it all started when I was just a young boy. My father worked at a place called Homer Wood, which is a factory, and he would take me there. And I remember riding in his car and he would roll the window down and I could smell the smell of sawdust in the air. It was purely intoxicating. I felt as if I was finally home. Inside Homerwood. The sounds of the machines, the cutting of the saws, and the smell of intoxicating sawdust. My father would have me sit down on a pallet near the machine that he would be working on for the remainder of the day. My mother left us when we were young and my father could not afford a child care worker to take care of me and so he brought me into work with permission from his bosses. It was unsafe but he had no other choice and so I would sit there with the safety glasses on my eyes, the hard hat on my head and the earplugs in my ears and I would inhale the sweet smelling smell of sawdust throughout the day. It sounds amazing. I, I, I imagine that the smell of sawdust uh, and, and, and thinking of your dad and, and everything had to been just uh, a, a wonderful a wonderful time for you, you know, as a child. I'm sorry to hear that your mom left 
you know. Um, but I do appreciate. My mother was a bitch. Well, well, you know, you are entitled to that opinion. Um, but I mean, I know my dad was a cabinet maker, and my dad, uh, you know, he made cabinets or whatever. And I remember this the smell of wood being on him and sawdust being on him. And I, I to this day, I love wood, and I, I actually do walking sticks when I, uh, when I don't have other things going on, which as of recent hasn't happened because things have been very busy um, in my life. But there's still that very comforting smell. I'm sure that my listeners could also relate to some kind of smell experience that they had when they were young so I can relate to that palette guy I that's pretty awesome so I, I I'll be honest with you it really doesn't answer the why though um, you know I, so if, if you're not if you don't mind if you're comfortable enough if, if you could perhaps elaborate further, on uh, on why you collect pallets. This is very hard for me. I have not talked about this before. One day my father brought me into work. It was just a normal day. There was a man riding in a forklift carrying a stack of pallets and he had been drinking and I could smell that liquor on his breath. Before I knew it, the pallets came tumbling down and crashed on my father, crippling his body. As I sat there on a pallet, eating my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I watched the blood pour out of my father's face. because of the pallets that were falling upon him. <laughs> Can we uh, get pallet guy like a tissue, some water perhaps or something? <laughs> go out and I would gather up every single pallet that I saw 
and it started out small. The first pallet I took was that pallet that I sat on. I keep it in my bedroom. I keep it near me. It was the last place that I sat when I saw my father pass. <sighs> wow. Pallet guy. Wow. So, the reason why you have these pallets is because the pallets that came down and, and killed your father, uh, you... Wow. I'm so sorry to hear that. That your mother leaving you when you were young and then your father being killed by uh, the, the, the drunk driving forklift guy. <sighs> wow. It makes sense. It, it, it makes sense. Um... Did, so so what happened to you to you after that after my father was deceased my mother came back into my life I went and lived with her for a period of time and I started collecting pallets then until I had too many in my bedroom and my mother said I had to get rid of them and I refused to get rid of the pallets. And so we would argue and we would fight. And one night I couldn't take it anymore. I took the pallets into the backyard and I lit them on fire. And then I ran away from home. And I've never seen my mother again. Wow. Dude, you've had a hard life. I never realized how much crap you could possibly have gone through that would lead you to collecting pallets. That's quite um, amazing and, and sad. I'm so sorry that you know, that this is part of your story, but I'm glad that we've provided an opportunity and a platform for you to be able to tell the story because that's important. Um, so let me just maybe fill in the blank a little bit. You, you ran away from home and you wound up out here and, and now it's what you do. You do the thing that you wanted to do when you lived with your mom and, and now you just, you do the thing that makes sense to you. Yes. I get up each day. I make sure the pallets are still in place. And then I go out. I spend about eight to ten hours of my day searching the area for pallets. Just when I think I've ridded the area of them 
and brought them safely to my home and into my yard. I get up again the next morning and there are more. There are always more pallets. And honestly, I am so tired. I'm so tired of gathering up these pallets. I just want to be at peace with myself. Recently, I have a girlfriend. I met her online. Her father was a cabinet maker, much like your father. She's seen through me. I was so afraid for her to come to the house. When she would see the pallets, what would she do? But she did. What I did not think could be possible. She loved me. She seen through my pain. I've shared with her my story. Just as I'm sharing with you today. Well, Pallet Guy, it has been an absolute honor to have you on the show today. I am so thankful that you would show up, that you would be willing to tell your story. Um, it is not every day that people get to tell their story, and it's important. Everyone has a story to tell, and, and everybody's story to tell is, is, is worth listening to. So I just want to let you know I really appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate you sharing your story. And I hope that uh, you will feel comfortable enough to come on the show again. And we could have you on. And maybe you can share with us some of your crazy stories. Some of the wildest times that you've had getting pallets. Um, I, I just want to thank you very much for being on the show today. It is my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Well, then thank you for listening to my listeners, my roadies. As always, I hope you know where you're going on the drive home.